Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio, and that's only made possible by the incredible heroic efforts of Ace Andrews. That's right, Ace Andrews, who flies through the air with a cape behind him, unbelievably adept at handling anything and everything. Electronic Ace Andrews, you'll do an awesome job today. Well, that was pretty good. I didn't even have any of that written down. That's pretty unbelievable. Hey, super great big thanks. Go out to the whole Salem team, but Ace is going to do just way amazing things today. Have you joined the I Work For Him Nation? Have you gone out to iWorkForHim.com and find out what it's really all about? Every day on the show, I bring it up, and every day, somebody joins the I Work For Him Nation. We're looking for Christ followers across the country and really around the world. If you're listening to this in one of those 50 countries where I Work For Him is broadcast on iTunes and on our archives or iHeartRadio, we're looking for Christ followers around the world that are willing to make that commitment to start praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. We're looking for Christ followers who are looking to serve those that they work with, to look to befriend them outside of the workplace, to look for ways to pray with people when you notice that they're just a little down today. But all along, I work for Him Nation members are the best, the brightest, the most excellent workers in their workplace. People drawing attention to themselves but really to Jesus within them because they recognize that their workplace is their mission field. And in that mission field, they may be the only Jesus their coworkers and employees may ever meet. Go out to iWorkForHim.com, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. If you're willing to be a prayer warrior in your workplace, I'll guarantee you results. 100% no money back guarantee because there's no money involved, but I'll guarantee you results. If you invest your time in praying for the people you work with, you will see a difference in your own heart and you'll start to see opportunities like you've never seen them before to share the hope that is within you that we call our Lord Jesus. But it does take a paradigm shift in our minds and Romans 12 too reminds us that it says this, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person, a new person by changing the way you think. You know, every Tuesday, Martha and I, we kind of tackle the topics of marriage and relationships. And we've got special guests on us on our show today for the Together on Tuesday with Jim and Martha show. We welcome Tom and Pam Wolf. Tom and Pam Wolf with Identity and Destiny. You've heard them on the air with me many times. I think we've probably done a couple of weeks of shows in the last three years. This is the most incredible study workbook, Bible study workbook transformational program, whatever title you want to put on it, it is it is a study that every Christ follower in the United States of America and beyond should go through. Because if you want to know 
what God really designed you, who he designed you to be, what he designed you to do, and what you should be doing right now. You need to go through identity and destiny. And today we're going to put a twist on it. How knowing your identity and destiny will make your marriage fantastic. Tom and Pam, welcome <laughs> to I Work For Him. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I know I set us up really, really high up, but let's just do a quick round table on all of us. How is Christ making a difference in our lives today? And I'll start off today because we, we always got to put the focus on Christ. And I'll start off and I'll say, listen, I've been challenged by many of my advisors to just slow down. That's right. Just, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> Take a deep breath. That's right. And just wait on the Lord. Instead of, I'm always wanting to get stuff done. I always want to do stuff. Just slow down, wait, be patient, and wait for the Lord's hand to be in it. And so I will tell you that I, if my if my mentor is sitting and listening on the air today, I just want to tell him, I, I heard what you had to say today, and I did a good job. <laughs> so far. And it's the three last o'clock. Three, yeah, it's three <laughs> o'clock. Not bad. I know there's still nine hours left in the day. Martha, how's Christ making a difference in your life today? Um, I think the area that he's really actually we've been talking about a lot is being thankful um, and <laughs> and learning to be thankful, even in those times when you're just you don't see that. And, and you um, so I'm very thankful that that is um, the lesson that we're focusing on right now. And um, it's really opened my eyes because I'm always we talk about this. I'm a, a cat cup half full person. So I'm always looking for the good and looking for, um, you know, the giving people the benefit of the doubt, but learning to really be thankful. Pam Wolf. Um, there's a number of areas always. God doesn't seem to just pick one. But uh, for me, I think it's much like yours, Jim. Uh, it's about being in the moment and not getting ahead of God. He gave me a, a gift. I really have a, a lot of a visionary spirit in me. I can see the future. I can embrace the future. And then I start running toward the future. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sometimes that's not exactly what he has in mind. He's trying to inspire that and then ask me to wait on him. So there's a couple of things uh, that I'm working on right now that he really is giving me this peace in my spirit to just be patient in the waiting. I, those are big words. We could spend the whole day talking about those <laughs> words right there. Tom, what about you? How's Christ making a difference in your world today? I think it's uh, reduced stress. I just do what I can do, and then I throw it in his hands and say, okay, you open the doors, you soften the hearts, you take it from there. So he reduces the stress because I don't worry about it. Well, so the two of you ought to get together. Oh, yeah, you already did. <laughs> we did that already. <laughs> yes, you did. Well, and as we break into the conversation today, coming up right after the break, just talking about identity and destiny, it's such an incredible program. It made such a huge impact on our own lives, and it's made an impact on your lives. And just talking about how it's impacted our marriages, because that's really, the, it's a tool when you guys design this, you're thinking, okay, this is an individual study, but the impact on husbands and wives and families and workplaces is monstrous. And I really want to talk about that specific impact today on marriages, just because it's the Together on Tuesday with Jim and Martha show. Mm -hmm. And we always tie it into the fact that, listen, if your marriage is solid and you head into the workplace on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday, even on a Monday, except <laughs> if it's rainy, you know, if our marriages are solid, we've got the ability to be undistracted when we go to work. But if your marriage and your relationships are a mess and you go to work, you bring the mess with you. And so every Tuesday, we try to tackle topics that will help you strengthen that. And today's is no different than any other day. Identityanddestiny.com. That's the website you need to go out to, identityanddestiny.com. On this website, you can find out how to get your copy of Finding Your Sweet Spot, Identity and Destiny. You can get a copy out there. It is fantastic. It is, let me just tell you, personally life 
transforming. And Martha, what would you, how would you describe it in four words or less? Oh, I think that would be a good answer. Life transforming. I think um, def- life defining. Ooh. Maybe. Ooh. Wow. And I know when you wrote the book, Tom and Pam, and you never were, I'm sure you, you probably never thought about radio, and, and you know, we've done a lot of shows together. Because we I'm never so... even thought about writing a book. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, in all transparency. That was a God thing, too. <laughs> well, but Tom, as the Lord was leading you to do this in your small group, I mean, you were putting all this together for a small group study, correct? No, really, I was putting it together through God's leading uh, as a coaching tool. As a coaching tool, okay. I was going to take individuals through it, and... Then uh, my small group said, "You got to leverage this. You got to get this out to more people. So, write a book." So, and, and have you gone back to that small group leader and thanked them a lot, or or your small group and said, "Okay, wow, you guys realize what you did? Are you still praying for us? Because this start off is always a little, a little tough. You guys been doing this now five or six years, right?" Book right. was published in 2011. So five years. Mm-hmm. It, it's fantastic. It's such an incredible book. And every time I help somebody to go through it, I mean, they're 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 never the same. I mean, their life has been touched by the Lord because of it. It's, it's so amazing. Well, when you think about marriage and the book, Tom was working to create the program. He was coaching the program. And then as he um, felt like it was time to, to begin to leverage and to take it to the next level, that's when he came to me. I was still running my business brokering company that I'd had for 17 years. And... Um, he would say now, um, hopefully not putting words in your mouth, but he's like, the book wouldn't exist if he hadn't talked me into coming alongside him and going to work in this business and moving away from my brokering. And um, you yeah. know, the, the true blessing of, of the – it took a year to take his coaching materials along with an editor to, to write the book. But for me personally, my role in that was organizing it in a way that someone could go through it in a self-study but more importantly, God had said to both of us through through prayer that unless we could undergird everything with Scripture, it did not belong in His book. Mm. And so the year was spent really um, scouring the Scriptures to take everything, every tool, every assessment, everything that's in the book is undergirded throughout the book with Scripture. It is, and I would say that that was probably that. It's amazing to hear that because that was the most powerful thing for me. Because so many times you get good assessments or good information, but lacking that, looking for scripture to back it up and to really solidify things for you. And um, this this process is all bathed in scripture. And that spoke very loudly to me. So I'm sure it does to others that go through it as well. Mm-hmm. When you look at Tom, when you when you when you put this together, and you grabbed your wife and said, hey, come alongside me so we can do this together. Because really, I understand, when you've got a wife that fits you so perfectly alongside of you, you can't imagine doing something this significant without her. I mean, I, I, it's, it's amazing. What was that like, though? Because you were, what did you come to a realization like, I don't want to go forward with this if Pam's not along my side? What was your thought process? Yeah, that was a big part of it. It was kind of like, you know, this is moving forward, and I don't really want to do it without her. Uh, where she's off in the business world doing her thing, and I'm doing this, and uh, you know, having help and having a partner and having somebody to uh, support and correct along the way, uh, I felt that's what he wanted me to do. So we pursued it, talked about it. She did it. It wasn't smooth all the time, but we worked it out. And uh, you have to realize forward. what an interesting journey God had had us on for a number of years before. 
he came to me and asked that because I had run my businesses, he had run his own businesses, and we had advised and helped each other, but we had never um, worked together in the same business until God called us into this one. And um, he had done a lot of work to prepare me particularly to come under um, my husband's authority in a proper way without feeling less than. Sure. And he had really gotten us both to a place where um, I knew that he loved me and respected me and really wanted a partner. And um, I felt safe in making that decision. Well, and that's really what marriage is all about. It's a partnership. I mean, it is, it, it's humbling when you realize, when you read the scriptures, husbands, all you need to do is love your wives like Christ <laughs> loved the church <laughs> and gave himself up for her. That's all you got to do. And then, you know, that, and when you look at that, which was a sermon that as a kid, I never heard that sermon. I always heard that wives submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. I never heard the husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church. And when, when I started studying that, when Martha and I started getting involved in marriage ministry, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The calling is much higher on the man. Yeah. And, if, and if every man would just love his wife that way, no woman would ever have a hard time submitting to that kind of leadership. Not a chance. Respect would not be an issue. Never. <laughs> never an right. issue. So let's just step back, Tom. Do, do a quick explanation. Somebody's going to go out to identityanddestiny.com. What are they going to find? Uh, well, when they land on the website, there's uh, three large uh, buttons, and there's choices. The first choice is uh, Identity and Destiny, which is the workbook, and it goes into detail on what the workbook is like and how it's laid out. Uh, the second choice is uh, what we call licensed facilitators. Uh, what we've been doing over the years is uh, training people on how to take individuals through Identity and Destiny as a coaching tool or a discipleship tool or just however they want to use it. But we teach them how to take them through it, how to be prepared, how to know what to expect, uh, when the danger points are, how to deal with things. And then the third button is uh, Tom and Pam Wolf Coaching, where we're talking about our business experience and the business coaching that we do. Now, when we do business coaching, we still use identity and destiny. We take people as deeply through it as they want to go mm-hmm. as part of the learning process for themselves and understanding their skill sets and abilities to be able to coach them well and move them towards their goals and objectives in business. And you can find all that on identityanddestiny.com, identityanddestiny.com. All right, so let's just go through, we'll let you guys describe what is identity and what is destiny. Who wants to take identity? I'll take identity. Okay. All right. Identity is a, it's a being. In other words, there's no action to it. It's who you are at your core. It's who you're being. You can't help but be whatever your identity is. And it's a way of thinking. It's a, it's an accumulation of belief systems. So it's very, very powerful in that it impacts multiple aspects of your life. Who you think you are, your self-identity, your identity as you see yourself impacts your relationships, your finances, your career, everything so it is extremely powerful well and but it is it's already there it's I mean, there it, it's there when 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 a child is born their identity is there but we spend a lifetime sometimes people spend a whole lifetime and never really figure out what the identity is don't they mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. they don't know what it is but it's there it's like that program running in the back of your computer it's there impacting everything so why not figure out what it is and make sure we get it in line in line with the real identity that we should have, which is the identity that the Lord has for us. 
And that you can find out through identityanddestiny.com. This workbook is phenomenal in, in finding out who did God create you to be and then what, he, what did he design you to do. So Pam, talk about destiny. Destiny is, as we define it, is how the Holy Spirit wants to work in this world through you. And he does that um, through both your identity and your assignment, which are the, the three pieces of purpose, as God helped us break it down. There's three elements, identity, destiny, and assignment. Most people think of purpose in terms of assignment. What am I supposed to go do? What job am I supposed to have? What ministry am I supposed to be in? But really what God is most concerned about is your identity and your destiny. Who are you at your core? and making sure you know that, and then understanding based on how he's wired, designed, and created you, the destiny is how then he wants to use that creation that he's made and have the Holy Spirit work through you. You can be operating in your destiny no matter what you are doing because it is it is how he's going to work through the, the specific way that he's wired and designed you no matter what assignment you're operating in. All right, so he can. I, I like that, but I like I, he can work through you no matter what you're doing. But I also like how the Holy Spirit wants to work through you to touch the world. Is that what you said? It, work in the world through you. Work in mm-hmm. the world through you. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Because mm-hmm. I, I like mm-hmm. that. that I like, yeah, I got to write that down on the yeah. break. Yeah, we've got Tom and Pam Wolf in studio with us talking about how understanding your identity and destiny where you can find out more about them online at identityanddestiny.com, will strengthen every relationship in your life, but especially your marriage. But before we get back to Tom and Pam, it is time for our book highlight segment brought to you by mtlmagazine.com. Our friends at mtlmagazine.com have worked very hard to put together our website where you can find access, actually learn about how to access and learn about the latest and greatest resources out there to help you walk in your faith in Christ. Whether you're looking for the latest books or movies or CDs, whatever you're looking for, what's the latest is always out there on mtlmagazine.com. That's moretolifemagazine.com. Because you're going to find more to life at moretolifemagazine.com. Our book today is Identity and Destiny, Finding Your Sweet Spot. Written by Tom and Pam Wolf, and honestly, my endorsement is all you need to hear. I'm telling you, you, you're listening. If you're listening to this show, people are going. Well, yeah, we, we are listening. They're to tuned the show. in. They're listening. The, you need to go through this study. If you haven't gone through Identity and Destiny, this workbook is going to change your life. And it's not because Tom and Pam are above average human beings. No, they're sinners just like you and me. But the Lord used them to write just a a Holy Scripture-inspired workbook that will help you understand who God created you to be, what He created you to do, and what you should be doing right now. you got to get a copy of this book. And we're going to give away one copy today. Identityanddestiny.com. Call into the studio line, 877-943-9673. Ace is sitting by. Can't wait to talk to you. 877-943-9673. Identity and Destiny. After that one copy, you can get your copy at identityanddestiny.com. Okay, back to the conversation. We've, we talked about identity, and it's your being. It's who God created you to be. And unfortunately, Tom, as you said, some people will spend their whole lives trying to figure it out, and it's who they are, but they don't really understand it. They never take time to really figure it out. And Correct. with the Identity and Destiny workbook, you can find that stuff out. And, and Pam, you said destiny, how the Holy Spirit wants to touch the world through, no. Uh, work in the world through you. Work or, in the world through or you. Or touch the world 
Okay. I, I like that too. Touch the world through you. I, I just got to write that. I, I, I said I was going to do that while we were on a break and we got distracted. <laughs> we were so, busy talking. That's destiny. So let's let's touch let's tie this all in together to our marriages. You guys have been married. How many years you guys have been married now? Next week will be 18 years. 18 years. That's right. Still, they're still rookies. But we, we, 18... we, we dated five years before that. Wow, so we say 23. 23 years. That is awesome. Way to go. Okay. So how, when you look at your marriage prior to going through Identity and Destiny and God leading you to write it, and you look at how he's transformed your lives because of everything you've gone through, talk to me about how knowing your identity has helped your marriage. Tom, I'll let you go first. Oh, my. Knowing my identity... Uh... Well, I think it helped Pam more than it helped me from the standpoint that she understood me better. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. It helps. It, it helped her see me in a light that was more accurate and understand uh, my thoughts, my behavior, my goals, and reason for being much better. So I guess you'd say that I made sense to her for a change. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Pam, take that and run with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say that's probably true. Um, his identity statement that the Lord revealed to him is, I am a source of strength and focus. And um, as Tom and I will often say, sometimes your greatest strength unguarded can become your greatest weakness. And sometimes strength and focus can be a little overbearing, um, a little strong for some personalities, kind of like mine. And uh, But once I really understood that that was literally the way God had wired him, that he wasn't just trying to annoy me or be overbearing or do something that was <laughs> not what I would prefer, it gave me a whole different way of looking at my husband and being able to respect that so much uh, more fully. Well, also, you have to realize that we all look at the world through our own eyes. Yeah. So she'd look at me and expect me to respond to something in a particular way like she would respond. Like nice and kind and sweet, right? And when I wouldn't, it would be like, well, something's wrong with you, Tom. It's like, no. (laughs) Well, maybe there was. Maybe you can. What what does love and respect say? You can be right but wrong at the top of your voice. Yes. Now, here's the interesting thing, though, is once Tom really understood that and embraced that fully, um, I think for him what I saw happen was a lot of times he w- people would make him feel as though being strong, there was something wrong with him. Mm. And now he could embrace that, but learn that perhaps in, in the way that he communicated or some of the things that he said or did, that he needed to adapt or modify that, not to change who he was, but to be received in a better way. Mm, that's so powerful. I, you know, knowing yourself can change. It It doesn't change who you are, but it can change the way you express it so that you are better received. Well, you know, I was thinking about that when you were talking about identity and saying it's who, it's, it's our being, but a lot of people never even ask the question and say, well, what really is that? How do I put that into words? They just go, well, that's how I am. You know, and so to me, to identify it and to actually... Um, then be able to embrace it and say, that really is how I've been created. How can I use it to the best of my ability? That really empowers people to have confidence in whoever they are, too, because a lot of people don't like who they are, you know, or they doubt who they are, or is it really what I'm supposed to be 
acting. Well, mm-hmm. the confidence mm-hmm. is a big aspect mm-hmm. of it. I mean, who can't use more confidence? Right. So when you know, I um, I don't think I need <laughs> confidence or ego. Which <laughs> I, 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 am, I really don't That's... have. I don't have an ego, but I am overconfident often. I I, I really I really don't have. An, I'm, I'm not an ego. I'm not a personality kind of guy. But confidence when I shouldn't have confidence that I sometimes suffer from. We're like. Like I could dive in and rescue somebody whose car just went in the water. I, I would. I, I'm just. I would say I don't need any more. But confidence. most people, that Com- is competence, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Jim, when you when you think about that and you begin to own that about yourself, as God looks to and fro across the earth, He will look for the man that has the confidence that exceeds human understanding. To choose you for things that he he has for you to do because he gave you that. Hmm. Well, and that's, and then it's understanding that it has nothing really to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because I understand because that's where the ego would come in if you're confident, and then you think you're competent to go mm-hmm. along with it, and mm-hmm. that's where I'm often confident where I'm not competent, mm-hmm. and then you get messed up. So what about yeah. your understanding your identity, Pam? How did that impact you? Um, it, it, we've talked about on a couple other shows, but um, when God revealed a single word to me that was my identity, it was that I'm a peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that if you don't understand it and you don't understand yourself in, in that very nature of how God has wired and designed you, um, I became such a um, peace-at-all-cost kind of girl like a codependency kind of a danger. Yeah, like yes. a codependency right. kind of danger that until I really knew that that's how God had wired and designed me and how to use that effectively and put healthy boundaries around it, it was not serving me well. So how did that impact your marriage relationship with Tom then, once you understood that about yourself? Well, you take a strong personality. I mean, no wonder God put us together, right? <laughs> okay. So you take a very strong personality like that. That was like putting, you know, fuel on the fire for me i was like i'm going around walking on eggshells saying don't disrupt anything be nice to everybody be kind it's like don't confront don't this don't that and he's like a bull in a china shop to me you know i'm like what's this about and so over time we've learned who we are individually become more excellent in terms of being who god has designed and wired us to be and not without some rough edges being rubbed off of me, that's for sure. I mean, it, it honestly, what helped me finally do it was um, nine months in Celebrate Recovery, really owning codependency, um, learning what was healthy and what wasn't, um, and learning to be who God wanted me to be without all that, that other junk in tow. Hmm. So, Martha, I want to ask you that question as we head into the break. As you learned your identity, and you're going to have to remind the audience, because Tom and Pam and I have done a lot of shows together. We haven't talked about yours. Do you have your identity written down? I do. Okay. What is it? Um, It is to be a source of encouragement and discernment. Martha, I know that I'm a little easier to read, but our stories are very similar to what Tom and Pam shared. Mm -hmm. So why don't you share your identity again? I am a source of encouragement and discernment. She and always looks at things positively. She's always trying to get me to look at the positive. And I really think that um, understanding that and looking at our marriage, you know, I I have spent a lot of our marriage encouraging you and being that you tell people all the time, God gives 
um, us, our spouse, to be that sounding board, to be that, um, you know, you know me better than anybody else. I'm thinking this. Am I am I on target? Am I off base? What am I missing? And we've made a, a marriage career out of, doing, you know, being that for each other. And um, so I, I truly believe that's how God's using it in our marriage. It is. And, you know, I've, we've, we've had many arguments. Anytime I start criticizing somebody, because sometimes I can be a glass half empty person, Martha will always go, but what about this? Maybe they're like this. Maybe they're thinking this. And I was like, why do you always have to be so positive? Why do you always have to defend everybody else? But she's just trying to help me think more like Jesus <laughs> instead of like Jim. You know, and that when Pam, when you talked about, hey, our greatest strength unguarded, I love that. Our greatest strength unguarded. I, I Actually, Connor, I know you're listening. Make sure you put this one out there. Our greatest strength unguarded can become our greatest weakness. Mm-hmm. That is so true because my identity, and this, mine's a little bit different than some people's, but this because I never think in simple couple of words, but I'm a black and white brick equipped with a prophetic, passionate, prophetic desire to disciple and mentor. I know no velvet on my brick, which is part of my issue. And so when I'm unguarded, sometimes people just think I'm just abusive and abrasive. And, but, but I have within, and I made Pam laugh so much now she's coughing. Okay. Hopefully I'll, she's sorry. thinking we need to delve into this a little more. <laughs> That'll be after the show. But it is, you know, I have seen, where that has caused issues in our marriage, because I have had to learn how to filter it. As you were talking, Pam, about Tom, I have to learn how to adjust that because sometimes the desire to speak truth into people comes out of me at a fire hose kind of pace. And and because I have a very low tolerance for stupid. And, but we talk, I, we talk, I do. And, and you know, this, driving Tampa Bay, find out how long your tolerance for stupid is. But, that tested. But for because sure. I want the best for people. I mean, I really do. I mean, that that's where I, I know I'll do anything for somebody. If they're willing, if they're willing to receive truth, I'll do anything. I will do anything to help somebody follow Christ. Mm-hmm. But it sometimes gets in my way because sometimes I'll share things with people that they're just not ready to hear. But how it's impacted our marriage, I think what Martha does for me, because she knows what it is, sometimes she just says, she does this thing, she rubs my arm, just says, calm down, just just calm down, <laughs> calm down, Jim. Because sometimes it's just not appropriate to share what I'm thinking. Well, and our, our newer phrase that we've started using probably within the last year or so is seek to understand. And that has really Which helped. Which isn't to, a really new phrase. but No, but for us, you know, to actively be doing that more for both of us, because sometimes I am so... Um, you know, positive in looking at somebody that I'm really not understanding them either. I mean, this isn't a one-way street. Um, So both of us working on seeking to really understand the situation so that then we can discern or or react. And that really is at the heart of identity and destiny when families go through or couples go through it together is not only you're learning about yourself, but you're learning about the other person Mm -hmm. so that you can respect and... um, uh, encourage them to to continue to be who they are, but if if there's areas where there's conflict or um, you're always kind of running up against that brick wall because you care deeply about you know people being the best version of themselves, but they just don't want to go there. Well, eventually, you know, you have to say, I need to to figure another way around to to help them get there and modify and it's not that god's saying change who you are lay aside who you are that passion 
for that is going to continue to well up in you. He's just saying you've got to come at it just a little bit different Mm. in this case. Because if you're understanding you're talking to someone who's very different in in personality style or communication style or even a lack of resilience, think about that. Think about really coming hard at somebody with a very low um, resilience level. They are not going to rebound like mm-hmm. you do, or maybe I do. Well, and, I, and that was something I even realized that, wow, my resilience is impacted by my ability to reject bitter and angry thoughts, mm-hmm. because otherwise I get caught up in those things. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'd like to thank William for listening to I Work For Him and also for calling in and winning a copy of the book. We'll get that out to you very, very shortly here in the next week or so. All right, let's move on to identity, and I appreciate the counseling session. It was very, very good. <laughs> Because if we if we know anything, being married all the years that we've been married, 48 years between the two of us couples, is that marriage is work and understanding each other. If you could if husbands and wives would just take some time to understand each other, it makes life a whole lot easier because you can put it through the proper filter when when you don't understand. Why do you think that way? Well, try to understand how they were made. So let's talk about destiny. Tom, let's talk about destiny. As you talk about how did how did understanding your destiny first of all what did what did God reveal to you as your destiny? My destiny is to love and honor others while guiding them to a better understanding of themselves. Hmm. Hmm. Pam, what was yours? Mine is to help people go to a place of peace that is soul deep. Soul deep. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, understanding that destiny, how did that impact your marriage? How did that impact our marriage? Well, um, I felt that uh, this tool was given to me uh, so that I can take it forward to help people understand themselves better. Uh, And uh, bringing Pam into that, uh, we were able to move forward as a couple, uh, finding uh, great satisfaction in helping people with this, but at the same time being able to... uh, execute our business, uh, natural business abilities and skills. So it made us a stronger team. Um, well, I think it really helped us understand each other. Um, I was the first guinea pig as he was creating this coaching tool. He says, hey, I think, uh, I think God may be giving me something really powerful here. I've got it laid out in all these sheets of paper and three ring binders. Why don't you walk through it and see what you do? And I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. (laughs) And so I start walking through it and revelation after revelation. And uh, when I finally got to my identity and destiny statements, um, I was like, this is really powerful stuff. This God is in the midst of this. But what we learned about each other through the process, even though he was actually creating all this and we'd used a lot of these tools in our businesses over the years, the core values exercise, for example, it has you start with 80 or 100 core value statements and narrow it down to your top five and then your top one. Mm -hmm. And out of the top five for Tom and I, we only have one alike between the two of us. Now, your core values are the filter through which you see the world in which you make decisions. And so when he would think differently or react differently or see things differently than I would, once I understood his core values versus mine, it completely it helped me completely understand the filter and the view as though I'm looking out through his eyes instead of my own. Right. That's that was the, that's amazing. That's the big benefit, understanding each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll go out to dinner. And I'll read the menu one time and make a selection, and the waiter comes over, and I'm ready to tell him what I want. 
And Pam's like, well, um, can you come back in a few minutes? And I sit there and I'm thinking, how hard is this decision? (laughs) It's a big decision. (laughs) And I haven't heard the specials yet. (laughs) This is the way she processes. And I just have to sit back and accept it. That, okay, that's the way it is. So I really think that this understanding of each other goes a long way to helping couples really get along and move in sync with each other as opposed to counterbalancing and going against each other. We're talking today with Tom and Pam Wolf from Identity and Destiny. You've been hearing from their hearts about how to uh, understanding their identity and understanding their destiny impact their marriage. You can find more about them online at identityanddestiny.com, identityanddestiny.com. Martha, when you when you heard, I mean, my purpose statement, you know, it was revealed to me September 3rd, 2013 at three o'clock in the morning and you woke up and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you look like you were texting. <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. He was writing it down on his phone. Well, because it was so amazing to me because mm-hmm. I never ever would think those words, purposefully equipping vibrantly effective Christ followers in the workplace, never would have thought those words put together in a sentence of any type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it made sense. Yep. I mean, it really, and that was six months after we went on the radio. I mean, I wasn't planning on being on the radio. That was never part of the deal. And at that point in time, we were just on one day a week. What about your ident- your destiny statement? Um, mine is to be a source of encouragement and discernment for those seeking growth and change. Hmm. Don't waste time for people who aren't seeking growth and change. Yeah. That's part of that boldness thing, put it through the filter. Yeah, and you know, just one thing I just wanted to share is we talk with couples, you know, so many people think going into marriage, everything's just going to gel, it's just going to fall into place. Of course, I know that him or her, we've been dating for nine months, a year, whatever, and there's so much left to be understood. And this is such a great tool for, because people get excited when they see who they've been created to be. I know you've seen that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Just as simple as doing the disc test and understanding. I know why Jim has no tolerance for stupid. He is a high D. <laughs> yeah, and right. I get that. And once I've seen it in paper and it's proven, you know, it's like, okay, that is how he thinks. Helps me to appreciate my husband all that much more. How about a quick testimonial? Have you we got fifteen we have got thirty seconds. <laughs> Some couple that you've seen go through this where you actually saw it impact their marriage. Can you think of somebody? Uh, I can think of people I don't have permission to use their names. But not going to use their names. The the realization is exactly what Pam and all of us have been sharing. It's the understanding of the other person in comparison to yourself. And that contrast now makes sense and is meaningful. Uh, You know, you stop thinking, what, are you doing this just to drive me nuts? (laughs) And you stop thinking that. It's mm-hmm. like, no, that's the way they're wired. Mm-hmm. And, and Pam challenged us. He said, well, Jim and Martha, you didn't share how understanding your destiny impacted your marriage relationship. I will tell you that it's it's made it harder because we've decided to plunge full force into ministry, which then stretches you in lots of other different ways. But I will tell you that going through Identity and Destiny, I learned about prayer journaling. And I learned, I mean, it, I now spend on most days an hour in the morning before I get going on my spiritual disciplines, whatever it may be, praying, uh, writing, uh, reading my Bible. And I never did that before going through Identity and Destiny. I mean, wow. I spent 15 minutes at night, we were reading our Bibles kind of thing, but that, that between that and Buck Jacobs going, idiot, there's only 23 hours of the day. You know, the first hour is God's. So combined <laughs> together, I heard them at the same time. I mean, I heard that from Buck Jacobs and you guys at the same time. So that really made a big difference because Martha and I are doing devotions together 
now. Mm-hmm. And that has really been a positive impact. Although the Jesus calling thing, throw it out the window. It's way too difficult. <laughs> well, That's very confusing for people listening really to you right now. It's really the most awesome devotional ever, but it is stretching our faith every night as we go through this together. Tom and Pam, this is an amazing workbook. It's an amazing study. How can people find out more? Tell them from your heart. Uh, just uh, the first step is to go and buy the book. And um, a- as it arrives, uh, you will find it's laid out much like a, a Beth Moore, a Henry Blackaby Bible study broken into 40 days of work. And people go, oh, my goodness, this looks like a lot of work. And we said, I guess that's why God called it a workbook. It's mm. a workbook. You're going to be completing exercise. It's going to be a treasure trove by the time they get to the end of it. Mm-hmm. But the big thing they need to do is just go before the Lord Commit the time to him to actually do it and finish well. And it, they will never regret the time invested. Uh, that's the guarantee. You, there, is, there is a guarantee. Your life will never be the same because you're going through this. Tom, one last word. Why should they do it? Uh, if they aren't spending that first hour of the day with the Lord, this is a way to start it. Hmm. You're calling on the Holy Spirit to guide me. Help me answer these questions. Reveal to me this information. So you can start 15 minutes a day. All right. Hey, we've come to the end of another I Work For Him show together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha right here on Tampa Bay's Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for Ace. He did a great job today, didn't he? You should call him and tell him. Thanks to our show sponsors. Go out to the front page of I Work For Him. Click on them. Check out their websites. What did you learn today? You know, we learned today that our faith can be impacted by research time. Most of us will spend an hour a day researching what other people are posting on Facebook. What about spending an hour a day with the Lord, having Him tell you how He created you and why He created you and what He wants you to be doing with it? Identity and destiny is, I just can't even tell you how powerful it is, but can you imagine walking through the rest of the days of your life, understanding how God created you, how that interacts with your spouse? And normally you'll find out that God created your spouse to be a perfect match for you, but usually with the opposite skills and the opposite personality. Identity and destiny changed our lives and has impacted our marriage in such a positive way. You just got to check it out. Identityanddestiny.com. You, you don't want your life to be Mamby Pamby Weenie Bug Christians. You want to live vibrantly for the Lord. Identityanddestiny.com. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own, own, our own business, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.